Hi, my name is Jahir Chowdhury. And my name is Nasif Zaman. And welcome back to the Marauder Podcast. Today's, uh, we're going to be recording our second episode. So welcome back if you listened to our first episode. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to be happy as a teenager. And in general, we're going to give you guys some things that we use in our day-to-day lives that help us be happy. So what do you think is the biggest component or most important part of being happy? Oh man, that's a very deep question. Um, for me, honestly, it's got to be to learning to love yourself. I feel like when you start loving yourself, then you get the love of other people. And that can help you be happy. That's, I think after you learn to love yourself, it's, you know, you don't focus so much on the bad side of things, which definitely does not help with you being happy. I think after you achieve that, you can, you know, you can be more optimistic. You can, you know, instead of being insecure about something, you can focus on, you know, doing things that make you happy. Yeah, I feel like in the process of loving yourself, you start to like, you start to know yourself better. You start to know who you are, what you like to do, what your purpose is, what your motives are. And when when you know who you are, then it's life honestly becomes a lot easier from there. When you know what you're meant for, what you're supposed to be doing, then you don't need to fake being someone who you're not. And when you start faking these things, that's where a lot of insecurities and unhappiness comes from. And that's why as a high schooler, everyone, you know, everyone's trying to find who they are. Everyone's trying to find themselves. You find a lot of people who are unhappy because they're trying to be someone who they're not. And I feel like, you know, I was like that for a little bit too. For me, it was in middle school, man. I used to wear Gucci belt. <laughs> I used to sag my pants, bro. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> man. I I didn't know what I was doing, but you know, you start spending more time with yourself. You start finding out what you like to do, and then you find out who you are. Yeah, I think you know once you figure some things out, you like when you're on a path, it's a lot easier than if you're just you know kind of out there, you know, lost. You don't really know what to do. If you're on a path that makes most things in your life easy. I mean, at least for most people, you might be one of those free souls that's just happy all the time, you know, maybe like a hippie, but <laughs> I mean, it depends on the person. But There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there isn't. You know, that's probably a good thing because, you know, you you have spiritual enlightenment. Yeah. And you don't need other worldly things. You know, actually, that's a pretty big thing is ignoring the superficial things. Finding the happiness from within and not getting the happiness from, like, cars or your relationship or depending on other people for your happiness or, or seeking validation. Man, that's such a big problem we have, especially in our culture. Oh, I got to get the, the nicest car, nicest chain. I got to wear the finest jewelry. That, that's, that doesn't bring you happiness. You get the validation of other people, sure. But then you'll realize, oh, man, that means that means nothing. You gotta be true to yourself. And it's not just like wanting those things. I mean, like, I, I really like cars. You know, I want nice cars. But if you only want that so that other people, you know, yeah. are impressed by it, 
you're doing it for other people and not for yourself that's when it becomes an issue like if you buy like how you wore a gucci belt it's yeah. expensive you know <laughs> but you know maybe you do it's like a fake gucci belt by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's a perfect scenario i mean yeah. But if you maybe you do like you know really nice clothes, expensive designer brands, and you buy them because you like the design, the quality, whatever. If you like it and you like it, you're not doing it for other people. That's completely fine. But if you're doing stuff to impress other people, then you have to figure out a way to get over them. You will never be happy when you take that route. You will never be happy. Yeah, because at that point you're doing stuff to make other people happy instead of yourself. <laughs> yeah, and. You know, when you do that, you really don't love yourself. Like, do you love yourself if you do that? I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I mean, you just love seeking the validation. That's it. You're trying to become what other people want you to become, not what you want yourself to become. Oh, man, if you keep doing that, then you will never find out who you truly were supposed to be. So, you know, we've been talking about how, you know, you have to figure out what you want to become. So how did you figure out? Like, what purpose you had, what your passion was about. How'd you figure it out? I'm not going to lie, man. I'm still I'm still on that journey, finding out who I am as a person. Um, but what I, what I really did is I kind of rooted back to my childhood. I feel like as children, we were all very uh, pure and genuine. And the things that we wanted to do as kids, well, let me put it this way. Our drives, our our purposes as kids, like for me it was helping people. I always loved helping people as a kid. It always made me feel good about myself. I took that and I realized that's that's probably my purpose. You know that that is my purpose. I love helping people, and that's true and genuine. So that's why I made that my first priority to find out like what my career is and. I revolve everything around that. What about you? How, how did you find out who you are? For me, it required a lot and a lot. By a lot, I mean countless hours of self-reflection and deep thinking. You know, when we had that first quarantine, that COVID-19 quarantine, which I think was March of 2020, uh, I had a lot of extra time on my hands. And... For some reason, I'm not sure why, I just decided to think about who I am, you know. What do I do? What do I like? What do other people think about me? And I asked myself, is this who I want to be? Am I happy with this being me? The ultimate answer was no. So I went searching, you know. I figured out, like, what what do I want to do? And I just I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I went on the Internet, searched around. For, I took the career approach. You don't have to use career as your thing, but I realized that I didn't, you know, want to be an engineer. You know, my parents pushed me towards that. Can I ask you something real quick? Yeah. The career approach that you're talking about is um, why your career, like, is that something that you wanted to do? Is that something that your parents pushed upon you? Or why are you so focused? Why are you so focused about your career? I think it's a little bit of both. I think... You know, especially if you're, you know, uh, Asian kid and you have traditional Asian parents, they, from the moment you go to school, if if your teachers tell your parents, oh, he's pretty good at math, you already know your parents are going to push you towards engineering. <laughs> yeah. 
So I mean, being a doctor, you know, my yeah. mom wanted me to be the doctor. So. Yeah. So I mean, ever since I was a kid, it's like every single report card, you know, every single person's conference, always a conversation, you know, about oh yeah, okay, what kind of engineer do you want to become? Like it wasn't a question. Yeah. So I just grew up thinking about my career. That was like the main thing in life, you know, become have a good career. So that's how I grew up and what I started thinking about. So. I took that approach and it made it easier for me. And you know, I realized I didn't want to become an engineer. Sure, it's a cool career, but it's just not for me. So, I took the career approach and uh, I thought of, well, if I don't want to become an engineer, what do I want to do? So I searched and searched and searched, and I realized I was really interested by business, you know, finance, real estate, you know, stocks. And I searched even more and more, and I narrowed it all the way down. And you don't have to take the career approach; you can do you know, maybe hobbies, or you can turn your hobby into a career, you know, maybe you really like sports or music, you know, maybe you really like writing, you take that approach and figure out what makes you happy and what really interests you, and it makes the rest of it really easier to figure out. That is, uh, that's very deep. I feel like, um, a lot of people need to take the time and take, do that self-reflection and find out. What do you really want to do? Like, who are you and what you really want to do? And narrow it down, like you said, narrow it down to something very specific. And then aim towards that goal. Yeah, and you don't have to do it, you know, right away. You know, I got lucky that I did it during that quarantine. I had a lot of extra time, so I wasn't wasting any of it. And even if you're doing it now, you're not wasting any any time by spending this extra time to figure out what you want to do. But... If it takes you, you know, longer than a few weeks to figure it out, that's completely fine. I mean, you're thinking you're about your life. You're not going to get your whole life in, in yeah, a couple weeks. You know, you know, you could think you want to do one thing, and then you figure you get into it, and you're like, ah, I don't really like this, and you change it up. Or maybe, you know, you're just growing as a person, and your interests change. Yeah, yeah, that's why a lot of people change their college majors. Yeah. I don't know, do you know what the average amount of time taken for it? I mean, not exactly sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it's... But I mean, when, you know, your counselors are talking to you about college, they say it's completely normal if you change Changing it a few times. It's a normal thing. And that makes sense because usually, you know, you go f- from a high school straight into college and, you know, after a year or two, you're supposed to pick your major. But what have you really done? By the time you're 20 years old, you really haven't experienced the world that much. And then you figure out, you know, this isn't the best path. You change your major and that's fine. Let's move on to our next topic. It is focusing on what's important. Like we said, you have to ignore the superficial things, the things that you're using to seek validation, the things that you're you're striving for to get a validation from others. You gotta stop caring what other people think of you. Focusing on what's important is really focusing on yourself, focusing on your purpose. Focusing on your desires and what you really like to do. Like, Nasif, what are some hobbies that you like to do? Uh, I really like to learn about, you know, a lot of things. Like I said earlier, I really like to learn about real estate. It's just for some reason I'm really interested by it. I mean, we all live in houses. We all go to buildings. And, you know, it's a big part of, you know, our society, buildings you know, structures, and I just, I was really interested by it, and especially the business side of things, so I really like to learn, that's something that kept me busy, I think a lot of people, 
spend too much time on wondering why they're unhappy or how to find happiness instead of just doing something and you know doing trial and error and eventually stumbling across something that does make them happy you know if you just if you sit there and you think and think and think about why am i unhappy you're just gonna end up going in a circle a spiral of unhappiness yeah that's when you gotta go out of your comfort zone and start taking risks find out what you really like you gotta get out of your shell for me a fine example of that of that is i i used to play basketball in middle school seventh and eighth grade i used to play basketball so my freshman year of high school i tried out for the basketball team i made the basketball team i averaged like 30 seconds a game like that that's how many i, I didn't even get a full minute 30 seconds a game. I, I was not good. I probably scored like 12 points during a whole season. Okay. But that actually helped me. Because I realized basketball isn't for me. And then I moved on to wrestling. I got out of my comfort zone. My friend was talking to me about joining the wrestling team. I thought about it. He was trying to convince me. And I was like, you know what? I'll show up for a practice. I went to that practice. And I got my butt kicked. I didn't know anything I was doing. But I knew that I liked it. I always liked roughhousing as a kid. It was something that I liked to do. So I stuck with it. And now I'm here. Uh, my senior year of wrestling. My record is 24 and 3. 24 and 3. So it's a pretty good record so far. Season's not over yet. I hope to make it to States. Um. But yeah, getting out of your comfort zone helps you grow so much as an individual. And it's one of the key components of finding yourself and becoming happy. And I think something that is in common if you ask pretty much any person, you know, for for either it's wrestling, you know, if there's something that you like, if usually the things are always something that require hard work. Oh yeah, for sure. You need for most people, if there's no struggle, it won't be fulfilling. You won't feel like you actually did anything. If you're working your butt off, if you're trying so hard, whether it be a sport and you're, you know, absolutely dead by the end of a practice or a match, or whether it be, you know, if you really want to, you know, be a programmer and it's like really difficult, like you're learning something like Python is very difficult to learn and by the end of it you're just exhausted. It usually means if you're going that hard at something and you stick with it, you probably like it and it's probably something that brings you happiness i can't agree with you anymore that's why i actually like this might sound a little weird i like to struggle i like to struggle because i know i have that grit to keep going and eventually achieve what i want to achieve or get to where i want to get or get out of that 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 hole that i'm in and that is the best feeling in the world your confidence goes through the roof, and you start loving yourself immensely. I, I'm right now. An example is this might get a little personal, but I, I'm getting over a two-year relationship. I was dating a girl for two years, and we just recently broke up, and it's really tough. I'm struggling a lot. You know, I'm thinking about her a lot, but slowly, I know that I know that I'm gonna. Get out, get out of this, this state that I'm in right now. And that struggle that I'm facing right now, it hurts, but it feels good. 
because I know I'm gonna get that great feeling once I'm out of that struggle. And that's why I just love wrestling. That's why I love to study my butt off. That's why I love getting good grades. I love achieving that success that takes so many hard working hours, all the blood, sweat, and tears. It feels amazing, and it helps you grow so much as a person, and I can't stress that enough. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to do things that are hard. Those things will make you love yourself. And you start becoming happy once you start loving yourself. Yeah, it all stems from, you know, the sense of achievement you feel. You know, if you do something, you know, easy or maybe it's not even as hard and you just kind of like, you know, you don't put much effort into it. You're not really trying. And, you know, you still, even if you still succeed, you don't feel anything from it. Like, it just feels like it was handed to you. Like, for example, you know, a lot of people always say, oh, I wish I was you know, born into a rich family, I, I never thought that because you look at a lot of those kids and, you know, first of all, they, if a lot of them always feel like they have to top their parents, like, you know, maybe their dad is like a CEO and, you, you know, maybe you're the son of Elon Musk, that kid probably is going to feel like he has to top his dad if he's raised a certain way and, you know, it's really hard for them and he's probably going to have everything handed to him in his life. So it's going to be, no matter what he does, everything's going to be easy and he probably won't find any fulfillment. But, you know, if you were born into, like, you know, an immigrant family, you start from the bottom, you know, you have to work, you have to struggle. You know, even if you don't get to that same height, just the progress you made makes you feel so good. Like, you went from nothing to now, you you know, you're at a company getting good money, you have a stable job, your family isn't in poverty, you don't ever have to worry about putting food on the table. Even though you're not, you know, the richest person in the world, the most successful, you don't have the nicest house or the nicest car. You'll appreciate that so much. Just that progress and the hard work it took to get there will make you so happy. Yeah, I agree with you. But you're probably asking yourself, how do I find struggle? That's a pretty weird question to ask. But what if you don't have that struggle? What if you're not facing challenges? What do you do then? You see... How did you find the struggle? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, we're going back to this again, but trying new things. You know, if you're living your life and things are just easy to you, then those things are probably not going to get hard. And you probably have to uh, broaden your horizons in order to find something that makes you work. For me, uh, for me, it was soccer. You know, I watched soccer as a kid, not that much, but, you know, I kind of kept up with it. I watched the World Cups, but I never played it. And uh, I tried out freshman year. I didn't make it. I tried out for goalie, but there were like 10 other goalies, and I wasn't good enough to be one of them. So I didn't make it. And then my sophomore year, I tried out, and I made JV. But I don't. to be honest, I don't remember much from it. Then I didn't try out uh, junior year. So then senior year, this year, you know, I wasn't going to try out because, you know, I barely played. I only had one year of experience, one year of JV. And I was like, I'm probably not good enough to get on varsity. You know, since I'm a senior, I need to, the only place I can go is varsity. You know, and then my friend, you know, he added me to the group chain. He's like, well, okay, whatever, at least come to the summer practices. So I went. It was like five days a week, and it was fun. So I just went. And I just barely made the cut, you know. I never played soccer, but I just went because I wanted to try it out. So I went, I practiced, I improved a lot, and I barely made the cut for varsity. 
once I was there, you know, it got only harder. You know, you had to train harder, work harder. And the biggest thing to me was I wanted to provide some sort of value to the team. That's all I wanted. You know, I obviously wasn't going to, you know, become a professional soccer player. You know, I knew I was going to do that. Probably wasn't going to go play in college. But I wanted to, you know, leave a mark on the team, contribute, you know, be a useful member. So that was something that really worked me hard. So every practice, you know, I would always try. You know, I would never complain about the punishments, whatever. I just do what the coaches asked us to do. I would, you know, ask for extra practices. I would ask for, you know, tips. My teammates were very helpful. You know, if they saw me doing something that I needed help with, they would show me how to do it better. And I thank them for that. So I just tried something new, and from it, I, you know, uh, I developed a sense of discipline, and uh, I got that struggle that I needed in order to grow as a person and find some happiness. I, I want to add something on to that. Um, discipline is one of the biggest components of, of making yourself happy or, or lo- learning to love yourself. I feel like when you're disciplined and you can do things – that you don't want to do, or you can stop yourself from doing things that you want to do, you start gaining more confidence. You start gaining more confidence, and you start appreciating yourself more. Because you're doing what's best for you. Even though what you want to do might not be best for you, you have to overcome that. And overcoming that requires a lot of self-control. And that that's something that keeps me happy. When I'm disciplined... When I'm staying on a diet, when I'm doing something that I don't want to be doing, like going to the gym, working out when I'm absolutely tired, I go home that day from the gym saying, I really love myself and I appreciate what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. You know, uh, in soccer, you know, you have uh, conditioning where you're just running and running laps without, there's some days where you don't even touch a ball and before those days you're you know you really don't want to do it you know going into it you're like oh man i really don't want to run today but those days the days where our coaches pushed me the hardest and they just absolutely tore us apart made us work and just yelled at us those days when i went home that was one of the best feelings i had you know the easy days you know sure they were fun you know you're just messing around having fun playing soccer but the best feeling was on the day where you work the hardest, you're absolutely dead, and you had the discipline to go the entire time. You didn't stop. You just kept going and you kept working. That was probably one of the best feelings of my entire life, just learning how to do that. And if you can do that without a coach, it's a very valuable skill. And for some people, they need a coach. Like you, Maybe you need a trainer for working out, and that's completely fine. But if you learn how to be disciplined, without someone telling you to be disciplined, it'll really help you succeed and find happiness. I think that's the ultimate goal right there, is is not needing to depend on others for your discipline. Like, that, that's becoming an adult. You can't have your parents say, hey, you shouldn't be eating 10 cookies from the cookie jar before dinner. You know, it's, it's you gotta know yourself, that's not good for me, I shouldn't be doing that. And it's because you love yourself and you care about yourself. So, let's just go through a recap of what we talked about in today's podcast. 
first off is learning to know yourself and learning to love yourself. The next thing we talked about was keeping busy. When you're busy and you're focusing on your passions and purposes, then you your life has meaning and you're going for a goal. And as you're achieving that goal more and more, you feel better about yourself and you become happier. And what we just talked about was uh, pushing yourself, you know, finding your struggle instead of just, you know, lazing through life, you know, maybe, you know, just doing the bare minimum, you know, go out there and struggle. Even if you don't have struggle in your life, find some, find something that will make you work, find something that will make you exhausted, something that will absolutely tear you apart and force you to become a better person, force you to, you know, build skills and, you know, just work. And uh, one other topic that we forgot to mention was forgetting and ignoring all the superficial things and stopping and, and just stop caring about what other people think of you. That That right there is probably the biggest thing for teenagers right now. High school teenagers care a lot about what other people think of them. Especially with social media. Oh my god, man. Social media has turned our our high school culture into, oh, I want to be like them. I want to be like them. Look, look how many followers this person has. Look how nice their car is. And you start comparing yourself so much when the happiness lies within yourself, not the things that you're trying to chase. So thank you all for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or any topics that you'd like us to discuss, you can email us at marauderpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and thank you all for listening.